recorded live on the show floor at DTC in Boston. It's the MM&M Podcast in partnership with Dr. First. Dr. First. today's episode. We're coming from a trusted source, the physician. We also have the scale where last year we had 50 million patients that we engaged with and now we're up to 4 million per week. From our standpoint, we can personalize the experience, understanding who the patient is, where they are, and deliver content that's relevant to them. Here's your host, Steve Madden. Hi, everybody, and welcome. You're listening to the MM&M Podcast. I'm Steve Madden. I'm the general manager of MM&M. And I am live at DTC in Boston. My guest today is Andrew Burns, the Chief Growth Officer of Dr. First. Welcome. Thanks, Steve. It's uh, nice to meet you and nice to be here today. I'm glad you could join us. How's the show working out for you so far? It's been great to see just the the variety of... uh, individuals that are here at the show uh, in terms of their experience and the companies they represent and really good traffic today. That's great. That's uh, that's what these things are all yeah. about. Some so. great conversations. Good. And I hope this is going to be a great conversation too. I'm sure it is. I want to start just by asking you, like, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Dr. First and Timely because that's really what we're here to talk about today. What is Dr. First and how does Timely fit into it? Yeah. So a little bit about myself. I'm the chief growth officer at Dr. First. Uh, with that title comes the role of really helping lead the commercial and digital strategy that we have. Um, my background is I've been in digital healthcare for probably longer than I'd like to admit, but uh, <laughs> the common theme is um, looking at solutions that are innovative, causing a degree of disruption and doing so at scale, but ultimately, at the end of the day, improving health outcomes. And I've been fortunate to work at companies like Hippocrates, uh, World One Sermo, as well as Gobiquity, and they all had that theme. And that's what attracted me to Dr. First. And what Dr. First is all about is, uh, essentially, it's a pioneer in medication management. It was, uh, Dr. First has been in existence for over 20 years and actually was all about e-prescribing before the CMS mandates. But uh, what Dr. First has really been built around is helping the providers be physicians as opposed to having to be administrators and allowing them to have ability to deliver better care for the patients. So Dr. First brought together not just the e-prescribing platform that many people know, but all the disparate systems that are needed to actually support e-prescribing, understanding a patient's medication history, their benefits, and ultimately routing the prescription. With that, what we realized was Dr. First was touching over 300 EHRs were essentially the engine inside these EHRs, uh, utilized by over 200,000 physicians and uh, working in both the ambulatory and the acute care setting. What Dr. First had the ability to do was really extend the reach of the doctors, as well as uh, really capitalize on an environment pre-COVID that is now accelerating even more so where a patient was uh, wanting to be more empowered. And that's the reason uh, we actually introduced Timely. So let's, yeah, let's talk a little bit about yeah. that. What, what is Timely and how does it fit into, uh, into your ecosystem? Yeah, what, what we like to describe is, is when we talk to clients and, and such and the industry is Timely is all about unparalleled adherence solutions that are allowing uh, for the ability to help better patient outcomes, but delivering that solution across all touch points of care. So what we do is deliver solutions within Timely that allow a provider to be educated and informed at the point of care, but also extend that 
reach of the provider to engage patients to allow them to be better, have more information as well as to be have an ability for better health outcomes with education and financial information allows them to stay on therapy. This is a tool that allows an HCP to stay connected with a patient every step of the process. I think the the way that I describe it is along those lines, but I would actually say it allows the patient to be more empowered and reinforcing the prescription decision by that provider. So essentially, the provider has made a prescription decision and what was occurring in a lot of the experiences, especially with electronic prescribing, the patient's were not really, didn't have a physical prescription in their hands, and to start that therapy and to go to the pharmacy was a challenge, and we're actually delivering the the reinforcement of the electronic prescription to the patient and allowing then the patient to be better informed during that therapeutic journey. So how is this different from other tools that are in this competitive set? Yeah, it's um, it's probably easier to describe uh, really three areas where it, it, we differentiate ourselves. First of all, we're end-to-end uh, in terms of being able to communicate and act with the physician to allow them to be better informed and subsequently uh, talking to the patients. Um, but what we also look at is something called the point of inception, and that's the probably the most unique aspect that we have where we're engaging with the patient as soon as a prescription is written on behalf of that physician. That's because of the core of Dr. First is the electronic prescribing engine. We talk to the patient before they even uh, before they even can get to the pharmacy. At the moment that prescription is written, we're helping them get on therapy. And ultimately, where we're the greatest differentiation are the three facets that we look at, which is we're coming from a trusted source, the physician. We also have the scale where last year we had 50 million patients that we engaged with, and now we're up to 4 million per week. And really, at uh, from our standpoint, we can personalize the experience, understanding who the patient is, where they are, and deliver content that's relevant to them. Um, can you give me some examples, you know, sort of uh, real-life examples of how this has worked for some of your clients? Sure. Well, we work with about 80 brands right now in the industry and across all uh, stages of their life cycle, as well as uh, really the different types of uh, medications. So it could be a specialty medication or it could be a, 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 an injectable or an oral. There's a lot of variety that we can have. Uh, when we look at our solutions, we can adapt our adherence solution that is actually uh, addressing the strategic imperatives of that client. So if a client is looking to uh, create greater brand awareness or help with the education around the utilization of their new injectable, we can work with them. We've seen uh, great success uh, in terms of the level of engagement we have for our clients. We step into programs where we give them an expectation in terms of reach and, and the behavioral pattern. And then uh, from our standpoint, we actually make sure that we measure our, our program. So we've been able to measure uh, clinical outcomes that have shown where we have, when you measure the first fill abandonment, we're able to decrease it uh, from a 25% abandonment rate to about uh, a 16% in certain therapeutic classes. It's even more, even higher. From our standpoint, though, what we do for our clients is we've been able to measure not only the over the, overcoming the barrier of first fill abandonment by delivering really relevant content to the patient, but more importantly, we actually show that we can help the patient stay on therapy by engaging them throughout that uh, prescription journey. 
So basically, you're talking to the the patient, saying like, you know, how's it going? <laughs> are, are you taking it? You know, it's Thursday. Did you do your injection? Yeah, it's even simpler than that. What we really understand is where the the patient is in the stage and who the patient is, and then we can deliver content that's really addressing the three barriers that we see around abandonment. That's uh, number one is is there's the educational side. Patients, whether they're a new to brand patient, they're using an injectable, or a patient after 90 days, there's different experiences they'll have and they need to be informed. We cater the content and leverage it in a way that we're, we're a platform talking and utilizing the, the resources that our clients have. Um, and that's really the number one barrier is education, making sure that you deliver that. We do that at the time of the prescription as well as ongoing uh, times when the prescriptions are needed for refill, uh, as well as that renewal side. We also help patients overcome a barrier of financial burdens, so integrating copay savings programs, allowing them to be connected to patient assistance programs. We have that ability. And then finally, we do have the what you were referring to at the beginning. We have the behavioral aspect where we're helping patients overcome the behavioral challenges or procrastination and we do talk to them during that to make sure they schedule a refill or schedule a fill and get to the pharmacy to go get it. Dr. First has a a, a really interesting word, um, a concept um, that I like, health averse. Can you talk a little bit about what that means to you and how it figures into into the timely approach? Yeah, from our standpoint, this is paramount at Dr. First is that we begin with the doctor and we are empowering providers and their patients essentially to have achieve better health outcomes. And um, the way we're doing, yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all through the intelligent information we have, the in, intelligent medication management. We know uh, who the patient is, as I'd mentioned, everything from their plan design um, and, and what, their, what their medication history is. But more importantly, we know that the physicians are looking to be educated and informed. And that's what Dr. First is about. And as I mentioned before, we really want the physicians to practice healthcare. And what, you know, in, in your world, what does, the, what does the term health averse mean? Yeah, it's healthy verse is really talks about the, the the connected ecosystem, and that's where we as we are set up in a way that we have the end to end ability where we are talking to the data providers or the the information providers whether it's a, a PBM or a hospital's health system that has information or wants to access information we speak to them, but it's really allowing the providers then to be properly informed as they're making that clinical decision, and talking to the patients who are getting fulfilled filled out of the pharmacies and then having that cycle continue. We're able to be in the middle of that. And when we look at it, we look at the healthy verse and we say there's a triangle of care and you put the patient right in the middle of it. And on those outside components, you have the, the, the payers and the health systems, the providers and the hospitals. Andrew, from a, a patient point of view, how, how seamless is this experience? Yeah, from our perspective, the, the experience itself is really an extension of that physician office visit or physician virtual visit. We are a reinforcement of that prescription decision for the physician, but allowing the patient to really commence their therapy. 
And that's done at the point of inception where we are, as soon as that prescription is written, really within 10 minutes, they receive an SMS from us. That SMS is uh, today uh, something where it really is a, a message from their healthcare provider to allow them to uh, have access to that prescription decision. At the core of what we deliver is essentially the exact version of the electronic prescription in terms of understanding where it was sent, uh, understanding what medications were provided, and we also then provide really three core other components that allow a patient to overcome our first challenge, which is first fill abandonment. That is, we provide them with education, financial, and really a, a behavioral uh, trigger, which is um, something where we try to have them make sure that they don't procrastinate. That experience is really done in a way where it's a personalized experience. We can support varying stages of the life cycle of a brand. We, a patient could be on an injectable medication. We adapt to that. Um, in the experience, we can support mail, order, retail, or now the more complex specialty. What we see is that the patients are uh, actually uh, engaging in that SMS 65% of the time, and we're delivering over 4 million patient messages per week that for new prescriptions. And that engagement not only is occurring where they see that summary, but we're delivering relevant content at the right time for those the right patient. And that's where we're, the experience today is initiated from that trusted source on the first fill, but we also engage with the patient during the refill and the point of the renewal. And in that, the settings we have today, the core experience we built around was that retail, mail experience and, and more of the traditional drugs. Now with specialty biologics and, and the onset there and the demand from patients and the level of confusion that there is, we have the ability to make it a more seamless experience and allow patients to be connected directly to the support services. So our natural connection is connecting to a hub uh, where they're directly connected or directly to a specialty pharmacy. And what are the physicians telling you about their experience with the product? Yeah. So anecdotally, we get a lot of positive feedback from physicians. We do spend a lot of time educating them and informing them about this component of their electronic health record and extension. But what I would say from a data perspective is probably even the stronger statement. When I talked about the patient opt-out of less uh, less than 1%, the physician opt-out's even less than that. It's less than half a percent. The physicians themselves are recognizing that this is of value for their patients. The nice part about our solution is we allow a physician to opt-out at a practice level, or in some instances they may decide not to send or want communication to send to the patient so they can opt-out at a patient level as well. So I think the physicians overall are very happy and, and, and that satisfaction allows them to uh, continue to use our solution. Do you hear from the HCPs that this is putting time back in their day? Yeah, it's uh, certainly, the, when you think about the inefficiencies and where we're actually seeing it even greater now, what we're going into is there's a lot of administrative burdens. So what we do in Timely is we message physicians so they, they know, may know something as simple as formulary coverage or a new clinical indicator or a new indication. But at the same time, the callbacks from patients, what pharmacy was sent to or uh, potential uh, questions they might have about uh, what to expect after 90 days. We're, we're helping support that where the physicians see a reduction in their administrative workflow. And now where we're putting more time is on the specialty pharmacy side, where with those complexities around biologics and the dispensing of those are really where we see even greater impact to help over, uh, physicians overcome that burden, whether it's from a prior authorization all the way through to helping the patient understand the whole specialty pharmacy process. So this all sounds fairly amazing. 
Um, <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what's the process to launch a pilot program? How can, how can people uh, listen, who are listening in, get a demo of the product? Yes. You know, Steve, first of all, we're, we, we do think it's amazing too. Um, but we actually are really... Um, think what's more amazing is, is the clients we have in terms of, we mentioned the 80 brands, but we're maintaining um, and, and continuing to grow the relationships with brands. And that's the approach we have when we start with clients. Um, we work with a variety of different organizations at pharmaceutical manufacturers. You think about the brand side, the franchise level, the, the media teams, the market access teams. When we go into the programs, we usually structure a pilot program where we have defined uh, uh, goals that align with the strategic imperatives, understand what we can deliver. And those pilots are usually up and running within six to eight weeks. Uh, that includes all the medical legal review. But in those pilots, we're not only looking at the engagement level metrics, but we do look at the prescribing and, and, and the uh, understand the adherence measurements. And in those programs, we then assess and understand where there are opportunities to improve, but also uh, recognize the, the impact, the positive impact on returning on our client's objectives. Out of that, then we usually, that usually is within six months, we expand to a broader program with uh, greater reach, as well as a program that will allow for integration of more resources and, and that integrate with our adser- adherence solutions, whether it be a copay savings program or a direct link to their uh, pharmacy hub for their specialty drugs. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, you said earlier that you, in your career, that you had worked at places um, where you were able to disrupt, right? And that's a kind of a buzzword that people like uh, like to use. This seems to me that applied properly, this could be somewhat disruptive too. I mean, it, it's helping uh, it's helping that sort of end-to-end solution um, with the patients. But I'm wondering, how, how does it fit into like tech and, and, and marketing stacks at your client companies? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is disruptive. And with that, you have to blaze some new trails in terms of who you work with or whom you work with across the organization. For us, we, we, we work with a range of teams, uh, and we have to really uh, understand uh, where the opportunities are in a, res- uh, in a respective organization based off of their strategic priorities. And for us, uh, we've been uh, looking at different audiences that we can work with. You can argue uh, that it, this fits market access, it fits the uh, brand teams, the media teams, it's DTC, DTP. But from our standpoint, we are really looking at our, our experience with our clients has been this becomes more of an enterprise approach. They see opportunities where we're able to support really in a unique way across the entire chasm for them around providers and patients. And we've had to uh, really go in there and work with the respective teams to understand regulatory as well as the uh, approach they want from a marketing perspective. And we've been able to structure our programs to adapt to the really the champions within the organization that will allow us to align with their strategic imperatives. So if uh, if I want more information, I'm looking for a, a demo or a walkthrough of the product. What's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, we'd love to uh, have a, that conversation either on site or via WebEx. And that uh, the easiest way to get in touch with us is to come to our website. It's uh, timely-health.com. And that will have an opportunity for you to not only learn more about the company and, and the offering, but also contact us directly to schedule that, uh, that introduction. Great. Well, Andrew, this has been... This has been really interesting, and it sounds like you're you're back in the disruption game. <laughs> My guest here on the MMM podcast has been Andrew Burns, the chief 
growth officer for Dr. First. Uh, we've been talking about the new Timely product, which sounds pretty cool and I think is, is worth a view on the website. So, Andrew, thank you very much for, for joining us. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the DTC show where we're recording and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Looking forward to it. I really appreciate the time today, Steve, and see you in uh, probably in number of, a few weeks. I think so. All right. Thanks for listening to the MMM podcast. Stay tuned. We'll have some more direct from the floor of the DTC show in Boston. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye-bye.